I'm Ashley Baxter, the founder of With Jack. And after so many years helping freelancers stay in business, I'm no stranger to the kinds of problems you face. But freelancing doesn't mean having to face these problems alone. In a lot of these situations, there is help available. I'd like to share these stories with you so that you can be a confident freelancer. It's story time again, where in this episode of Unsure Insure, we discuss whether a freelancer can be blamed for their client's clueless actions when it comes to their online presence. I have a client that is releasing a supplement product. I'm responsible for the website, but I've seen so many red flags with this client and I feel uncomfortable being a part of this product launch. I've come to the conclusion he doesn't know what he's doing. I've had to stop him from making dodgy mistakes, whether it's to do with marketing or presenting factually incorrect information on the website. I'm worried that I can be blamed when he eventually gets sued. So I quickly looked into whether supplements are regulated in the UK and it seems that they are subject to the provisions of general food law such as the Food Safety Act. Now, why is this important? Why am I mentioning this? Because operating in the regulated industry means you have to be very careful about the content you publish and the way you present the product that you're selling. Regulated industries are at a higher risk of having their wrists slapped, to put it lightly, because there are many rules to diligently follow, meaning there is more opportunity for slip-ups and the consequences are bigger. So the bottom line is, yes, even as somebody responsible for the website and not the physical product itself, there is nothing stopping an unreasonable client from blaming you if they get into trouble for their online presence. And this particular client has already displayed numerous red flags, according to the freelancer, which doesn't really fill me with much confidence. Now, when this freelancer says that they're responsible for the website, I'm not sure if this means that they're a designer, a developer, a marketer, copywriter... Who knows, maybe the role encompasses all of these things. But the premise is the same. Whatever your role and the service that you offer, there is always the risk of a client being unhappy with the work that you've done. That risk is always there on every project, but it is heightened with clients that have exhibited red flags like this one. So here's a hypothetical example and I know that we are making several assumptions with this because the freelancer hasn't given much details. But let's assume that the website copy presents the benefits of the supplement in a misleading way. People ordering the product are expecting the supplement to benefit them in a way which isn't exactly true. And let's say the launch is a hit and hundreds of orders pour in, but Because the health benefits listed on the website turn out to be misleading or factually incorrect in the freelancer's words, the business is hit with a ton of refund requests from unhappy customers. It would be very easy for the client to point the finger at the freelancer and say, you were responsible for the website, this is your fault. And yeah, of course, the easiest argument to make from the freelancer's perspective is that all work must be signed off by the client prior to being published. But 
Even if you have processes in place to reduce the likelihood of these issues from happening, it still doesn't stop the client from saying, that was your job, this was why we hired you, we've had to refund thousands of pounds worth of sales and we're going to seek compensation from you to cover those costs. When things go wrong, it is easy for people to become defensive and shift the blame elsewhere. It's almost a natural reaction to being accused of something. You know, it's not my fault. Uh, That's why we hired you. Now, is this a scenario that we have seen it with, Jack? Well, not exactly this one in terms of accusations of misrepresenting information, but we have seen similar uh, cases where the copy has had a typo and despite it going through quality control by the client, They didn't pick up on it and blamed the freelancer. So irrespective of whether we're talking about a typo or misrepresenting information or even the overall performance of the website, the accusation is you didn't do the job we expected you to do. And this is one of the reasons why professional indemnity insurance exists and is so great. The specific clause in the policy that might help in this instance is the negligence clause where claims from an actual or alleged negligent act, negligent error, negligent omission, negligent misstatement or negligent misrepresentation are covered. And negligence is obviously a very broad term. This is intentional from the insurer so that it does apply to many different scenarios. Ultimately, if you're accused of failing to take proper care over the work that you've delivered, and remember, this can be subjective, you might feel like you have taken proper care, but the client doesn't, and the client threatens to take legal action or tries to recover money from you as a result of the alleged negligence, your policy might be able to help you defend these allegations by giving you access to legal help to negotiate on your behalf. And if damages are agreed, Uh, agreed to by the legal experts and the client, then your insurance could cover the cost of the damages too, minus the policy excess. The whole idea is that you've been given access to affordable legal counsel because it's the cost of your monthly insurance premium and you aren't out of pocket if the client has tried to recover monetary compensation from you. In this scenario, the responsibility of ensuring the product adheres to any food regulations is on the client, but my point is, what happens if the client points the finger at you for the performance of the website? That is why we have insurance, my friend, or that is why you should have insurance. So, let's recap. Regulated industries are at a higher risk because there are many rules to follow, which means there is more opportunity for mistakes and the consequences are bigger. There's nothing stopping an unreasonable client from blaming you if they run into trouble due to their online presence, such as the performance of the website, uh, the information on it, that kind of thing. Whatever your role and the service that you offer, there is always the risk of a client being unhappy with the work you've done. Every project and every client carries that risk. Even if you have processes in place to reduce the likelihood of unhappy clients, some clients are always going to be difficult to please, I hate to break it to you, and may feel that you haven't done the job they hired you to do or to the standard they expected. 
This is one of the reasons why professional indemnity insurance exists, to defend you against claims of actual or alleged negligence. And trust me, in our experience, it usually is an alleged negligence. The freelancer usually hasn't done anything wrong. Your policy might be able to help you defend these allegations by giving you access to legal experts who will negotiate with your client on your behalf. And if damages are agreed to, your insurance could cover the cost of those too. I'm Ashley, the founder of With Jack. Thank you for listening to Unsure Insure. If you enjoyed the episode and you did learn something new, then tell a friend and leave a review. 